in the green hymnal. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Ghost. Beloved in the Lord, let us draw near with a true heart and confess our sins unto God our Father, beseeching him in the name of our Lord Jesus Christ to grant us forgiveness. Our help is in the name of the Lord. I said I will confess my transgressions unto the Lord. Oh, Almighty God. Merciful Father, I, a poor, miserable sinner, confess unto thee all my sins and iniquities, with which I have offended thee, and justly deserve thy temporal and eternal punishments. But I am heartily sorry for them, and truly repent of them. And I pray thee of thy boundless mercy, and for the sake of the holy, innocent, bitter sufferings and death, of thy beloved Son, Jesus Christ, to be gracious and merciful to me, a poor sinful Upon this, your confession, I, by virtue of my office as a called and ordained servant of the word, announce the grace of God unto all of you who heartily repent of your sins, believe on Jesus Christ, and sincerely and earnestly purpose by the assistance of God the Holy Ghost henceforth to amend your sinful lives. And in the stead and by the command of my Lord Jesus Christ, I forgive you all your sins. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Ghost. Amen. The introit is on your white bulletin insert, and I'll do the antiphon the first time, but after that you'll be chanting with me the whole time. Save me, O God, by thy name, and judge me by thy strength. Hear my prayer, O God, give ear to the words of my mouth. He shall reward
be to God on high. And all the We praise Thee, we bless Thee, we worship Thee, we glorify Thee, we give thanks to Thee for Thy great glory. govern our hearts and minds by thy Holy Spirit, that being ever mindful of the end of all things and the day of thy just judgment, we may be stirred up to holiness of living here and dwell with thee forever hereafter. Through Jesus Christ, thy Son, our Lord, who liveth and reigneth with thee in the Holy Ghost, ever one God, world without end. The Old Testament reading for the second last Sunday of the church year is from the 40th chapter of the book of Isaiah. O Zion, you who bring good tidings, go up into the high mountain, O Jerusalem, you who bring good tidings. Lift up your voice with strength. Lift it up. Be not afraid. Say to the cities of Judah, Behold your God. Behold, the Lord God shall come with a strong hand, and his arm shall rule for him. Behold, his reward is with him, and his work before him. He will lead his flock like a shepherd. He will gather the lambs with his arm, and carry them into his bosom, and gently lead those who are with young. This is the word of the Lord. The epistle reading 
is from the third chapter of Second Peter, beginning at the third verse. Knowing this first, that scoffers will come in the last day, walking according to their own lust, and saying, Where is the promise of his coming? For since the fathers fell asleep, all things continue as they were from the beginning of creation. For this they willingly forget, that by the word of God the heavens were of old, and the earth standing out of the water and in the water, by which the world then, that then existed perished, being flooded with water. But the heavens and the earth, which are now preserved by the same word, are reserved for fire until the day of judgment and perdition of ungodly men. But, beloved, do not forget this one thing, that with the Lord one day is as a thousand years, and a thousand years as one day. The Lord is not slack concerning his promises, as some count slackness, but is long-suffering toward us, not willing that any should perish, but that all should come to repentance. But the day of the Lord will come as a thief in the night, in which the heavens will pass away with a great noise, and the elements will melt with fervent heat. Both the earth and the works that are in it will be burned up. Therefore, since all these things will be dissolved, what manner of person ought to be you in holy conduct and godliness? looking for the hastening and coming of the day of the God, because of which the heavens will be dissolved, being on fire, and the elements will melt with fervent heat. Nevertheless, we, according to his promise, look for new heavens and a new earth in which righteousness dwells. Therefore, beloved, looking forward to these things, be diligent to be found by him in peace, without spot or blameless. This is the word of the Lord. Who Gospel according to St. Matthew, the 25th chapter, beginning at the 31st verse. When the Son of Man comes in his glory and all the holy angels with him, then he will sit on the throne of his glory, and all the nations will be gathered before him. And he will separate them one from another, as a shepherd gathers his, as a shepherd divides his sheep from the goats. 
and he will set the sheep on his right hand, but the goats on his left. Then the king will say to those on his right hand, Come, you blessed of my father, inherit the kingdom prepared for you from the foundation of the world. For I was hungry, and you gave me food. I was thirsty, and you gave me drink. I was a stranger, and you took me in. I was naked, and you clothed me. I was sick, and you visited me. I was in prison, and you came to me. Then the righteous will answer him, saying, Lord, when did we see you hungry and feed you, or thirsty and give you drink? When did we see you a stranger and take you in, or naked and clothe you? Or when did we see you sick or in prison and come to you? And the king will answer and say to them, Assuredly, I say to you, inasmuch as you did it to one of the least of these my brethren, you did it to me. Then he will say to those on his left hand, Depart from me, you cursed, into the everlasting fire prepared before the devil and his angels. For I was hungry, and you gave me no food. I was thirsty, and you gave me no drink. I was a stranger, and you did not take me in. Naked, and you did not clothe me. Sick, and in prison, and you did not visit me. Then they also will answer him, saying, Lord, when did we see you hungry, or thirsty, or a stranger, or naked, or sick, or in prison, and did not minister to you? Then he will answer them, saying, Assuredly, I say to you, inasmuch as you did not do, do it, inasmuch as you did not do it to one of the least of these, you did not do it to me. And these will go away into everlasting punishment, but the righteous into everlasting life. This is the gospel of the Lord. Page 17, the Nicene Creed. I believe in one God, the Father Almighty, maker of heaven and earth, and of all things visible and invisible, and in one Lord Jesus Christ, the only begotten Son of God, begotten of his Father before all worlds, God of God, light of light, very God of very God, begotten not made, being of one substance with the Father, by whom all things were made, who for us men and for our salvation came down from heaven and was incarnate by the Holy Ghost of the Virgin Mary and was made man and was crucified also for us under Pontius Pilate. He suffered and was buried, and the third day he rose again according to the Scriptures and ascended into heaven and sitteth on the right hand of the Father, and he shall come again with glory to judge both the quick and the dead, whose kingdom shall have no end. And I believe in the Holy Ghost, the Lord and giver of life, who proceedeth from the Father and the Son, who with the Father and the Son together is worshipped and glorified, who spake by the prophets. And I believe in one holy Christian and apostolic church, I acknowledge one baptism for the remission of sins, 
and I look for the resurrection of the dead and the life of the world to come. sermon text is from the Gospel, Matthew chapter 25, emphasis upon verse 40. And the king will answer and say to them, Assuredly, I say to you, inasmuch as you did it to one of the least of these my brethren, you did it to me. This is our text. Grace and peace to you from God our Father and from our Lord Jesus Christ. Our Lord Jesus came to earth as a baby, and he walked this earth. He suffered and died and paid the price for our atonement. He rose again and showed himself over a period of 40 days. And then he bodily ascended up into heaven, and we will not see him again until the last day. Nevertheless, our Lord Jesus has promised to continue to be with us as the living head of his church and we, his body. Believers are the body of Christ and Jesus is the invisible head, 
and he is working in and through his church. Though Jesus is not visibly seen, he is present with his church. And in the story of the sheep and the goats, Jesus explains that on the last day, the works which will reveal those who had faith are the works that involve the body of Christ. The way in which you treat Christ's church, which is his body, is an indication of whether you had faith in Jesus. Those who had faith showed it by their love, their love toward Christ's body, the church, and the brethren, and especially the least of these, my brethren. Verse 40, And the king will answer and say to them, Assuredly, I say to you, inasmuch as you did it to one of the least of these, my brethren, you did it to me. Those who have faith attend church with the other believers. They show their love toward the members of the body of Christ. They care about whether those brethren are provided for, and especially they look out for those members who need special care, the least of Christ's brethren. You see, every minute that is spent helping Christ's church is a work of love and thanksgiving by a fellow believer toward the Christ whom they love. The sheep were believers in Jesus. They listened to his word, and they followed his teaching. The word exposed their sin, and they confessed their sin. The word told them of their Savior and promised the forgiveness of sins in Jesus, and they believed that they were saved through faith in Christ's atonement. The word told them to love one another, even as he had loved them. And they did. Moved by Christ's love, they were stirred up to holy living. A sheep, a sheep said, I didn't do anything particularly special. I, I joined the church and, and I did what I could. My thoughts and words and actions often fell quite short of your great love for me. At times, it was difficult to love the other members. When I listened to the word, your word, I, I knew. I knew that you were my shepherd and you were speaking to me, your sheep. I prayed that your will might be done even in me. And though I desired to praise you and to live as your child, well, I always trusted in your forgiveness and salvation. And Jesus said, I know my sheep, and my sheep know me. You knew me. You knew me through the word, and even before any works were mentioned, I knew that you believed in me. And I know you didn't trust in your works. You see, I separated you, my sheep, my believers. I separated you from the goats. And now on the last day, none of your sins will be mentioned. In order that others might see your faith, I am going to profess your works 
which are connected with the church, the body of Christ. When you worked for my church and loved the members of my body, you were showing your love unto me. I couldn't be more pleased. Come, you blessed by my Father, inherit the kingdom prepared for you from the foundation of the world. But a goat said, Jesus, if I had ever seen you in need, oh, I I would have ministered to you, for I knew that doing stuff for you would pay off, and that would be of advantage to me, religiously speaking. But, you know, you were far away, and, and I never saw you. Oh, I was doing lots of stuff, though. I was doing lots of stuff at home and at school, but, you know, you uh, didn't come up. I, I, I guess you were probably at church or something. The people there, yeah, they really needed your help. Oh, there, there were lots of crazy people who were attending church, and, you know, I didn't really like them at all. They didn't care about the things that I cared about, Furthermore, you know, they wasted a lot of time. A lot of time at service and Bible study while I was out getting things done. Now that preacher, you know, he did encourage me to come, but, well, I think he just wanted more offerings. But I did. I did buy lots of Lutheran pecans. And I mean, that was a good stewardship of my time. Because then I could give those out as gifts to those I was trying to win over to my business. And, and you know, it made me look quite religious. In fact, I, I bought more pecans than most of the elders. And that has to count for something. I see you mentioned those people that needed help. Oh, I, I can assure you that I didn't help any of them. I took care of me. I didn't help them because, you know, it would only enable them. But Jesus, if you had been around, well, we would have been buds. Now, what's all this stuff about me having to depart and go away? Jesus said, You paid no attention to my word, and thus you didn't know me. Since you never spent time with me, you didn't know about your sin or about that I was your Savior. You didn't even know my beloved either. You see, I set up my church right before I ascended that I could be with them always. Those who were gathered in my church, they were my sheep. I considered them my beloved, my bride, my very own body, but you spent no time listening to me because you were self-centered. You made no attempt to love your neighbor because you rejected my love for you. Despite your claim to be good, you are far from it by your attitude and your lack of love towards my church. You proved that you did not love me. Depart from me. You cursed into the everlasting fire prepared for the devil and his angels. 
We are in the middle of a three-Sunday season, if you will, which deals with the end of the church year. Last week, we heard about the abomination of desolation in the holy place, and we learned that we needed to flee from false teaching to a safe place, the place where the church proclaims law and gospel and Christ believers are protected. Next week, we will see that there were only five of the ten virgins who were wise. Yeah, they were all waiting for Christ's church, but only five were wise. They had faith, faith in Jesus. So what about today's account? What about this parable of the sheep and the goats? What does it teach us? Well, in today's collect, we prayed. So rule and govern our hearts and minds by thy Holy Spirit. It teaches us that the Holy Spirit will be the guide, the guide in our life while we are here. We are not to follow our own sinful desires. We're not to follow the world's agenda and its direction. You are Christ's church, and he is your shepherd. He is giving out his Holy Spirit through the preaching of the word. We are to be ruled and governed by the Holy Spirit. The colic continues. That being ever mindful of the end of all things and the day of thy just judgment. Mindful. You see, we know. We know that God created this world in six days and we know that it will not last forever. It will come to an end right when the Lord wills it to do. We also know that it will come to a close and there will be a judgment day. And the colic says that we are to be mindful of these two things. The end of the world and the just judgment. Not just that we know it's the case. That does what we mean to keep it in mind. These two things are to be our guide regarding our choices and our living in this world. We are forgiven sinners, and we need to make careful use of the short time that we have to receive Christ's provisions for this world and to love the least of his brethren. And the colic continues, that we may be stirred up to holiness of living here, You see, believers are made holy by the blood of the Lamb. They are stirred up to holiness of living. How does this happen? Well, there's the end of all things and there's the judgment day. And you see, as it's those two things stir us up to what I would say is is real holy living. No, I'm not talking about works righteousness. I'm not talking about filthy works which try to make points with God and earn rewards. A life of holy living is a life of the holy love of a bride for a loving and holy husband, Jesus. Furthermore, the end of all things and the judgment day, it does not scare believers into all of a sudden, well, I'd better make a few quick good works to earn a ticket for salvation. Not so. Real holy living is done because we see how much our Lord loves us. He has made us his brethren, and he has prepared for us a kingdom since the creation of the world. We know what he desires. He desires that we care for his church and that we love the least of his brethren. And that stirs us up. Finally, the colic says this, and that we would dwell with thee forever hereafter. This story of the sheep and goats is yet another promise 
It's an assurance that those who believe in Jesus will be welcomed into eternal life. Come, he says, when you see that your works always fall short, we take great comfort in this parable. For Jesus knows his believing sheep and he separates them from the goats even before any other thing is mentioned on Judgment Day. Two, not one of his Not one of the sins of the believers are brought up on Judgment Day. They have been forgiven. And again and again, the sheep, number three, they are called righteous. Righteous, the righteous. Not by good works, but by faith in Christ. Four, these righteous ones will enter into eternal life. Because you see, our Lord is not absent from his church. He is here and he is present in his church. And he is working through his believers. This confident hope of eternal life, as the parable teaches, stirs us up. Stirs us up to holy living here and to enter that dwelling hereafter. Amen. May the peace of God, which passes all understanding, keep your hearts and minds in faith in Christ Jesus unto life everlasting. We stand in the blue hymnal, page 143, Create in Me. Let us pray to the Lord. Lord Almighty God, everlasting Father, we give you thanks that you have blessed us with an inheritance secured by the death of your Son. We ask that you would create in us a living faith, one which produces love toward the least of Jesus' brothers. Let us pray to the Lord. O Lord, warn those hypocrites who are mingled with God's church that their deception will be made known on the last day. For a person cannot despise God's word, cannot ignore the members of Christ's body, cannot be self-centered without being a cursed goat sent to eternal punishment. But we ask that you would comfort your beloved sheep, those who hear your word, lovingly serve Christ's body and do good for others with that last day's message concerning salvation through faith alone and the final separation of good and evil, sheep and goats, the merciful and the unmerciful. Teach all our pastors in Christ, including our Bishop James, our pastors Gary and Michael, that they should not be indifferent or grow weary in doing good, but for Christ will surely come. We ask that you would be with our acting director, Donna, that she would be upheld and strengthened in her work on behalf of our Learning Center during the next two weeks. Let us pray to the Lord. Lord Bless our nation, including our President Joe, our Governor JB, our Mayor Steve, and all who serve in government, 
that we who rejoice in your truth may be permitted without restriction to declare your glory and serve you. Give all public servants a love of that which is true and noble, that justice may be done, peace promoted, wealth protected, and mercy shown. We pray for our soldiers, Marines, Airmen, Sailors and Special Forces, especially Danny, Jason, and Blake, and our police officers, Daniel and Alex, those who put their lives in harm's way to defend our freedoms. We ask that you would protect them from danger and lift their spirits during times of trial. Let us pray to the Lord. Lord Bless our shut-ins, Carolyn, Patty, and Tom, our elderly Violet. Provide for the needs of Kevin and Levi, Larry and Deb, Christina, Jim and Charlotte, Denise, Melanie, and also Anita. We give thanks to you that uh, Harold is doing better after chemo and radiation. We ask that you would be with Susan and Christina and their unborn children, as well as to bless our students, Tom, Kara, Jonathan, Sarah, Sadie, and Alexis. Let us pray to the Lord. O Lord, Heavenly Father, we here remember the suffering and death of your dear Son, Jesus Christ, for our salvation. Praising his victorious resurrection from the dead, we draw strength from his ascension before you, where he ever stands for us as our own high priest. Gather us together, we pray, from the ends of the earth to celebrate with all the faithful the marriage feast of the Lamb in his kingdom, which has no end. Graciously receive our prayers, deliver and preserve us, For to you alone we give all glory, honor, and worship, Father, Son, and Holy Spirit, one God, now and forever. and salutary that we should at all times and in all places give thanks to you Holy Lord Almighty Father everlasting God through Jesus Christ our Lord who on this day overcame death and the grave and by his glorious resurrection Open to us the way of everlasting life. Therefore, with angels and archangels, and with all the company of heaven, we laud and magnify your glorious name, evermore praising you and saying, Yeah. 
Lord of heaven, we praise and thank you for having had mercy on those whom you created, sending your only begotten Son into our flesh to bear our sin and be our Savior. With repentant joy, we receive the salvation accomplished for us by the all-availing sacrifice of his body and his blood on the cross. Gathered in the name and the remembrance of Jesus, we beg you, O Lord, to forgive, renew, and strengthen us with your word and spirit. Grant us faithfully to eat his body and drink his blood as he bids us do in his own testament. Hear us as we pray in his name and as he has taught us. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done, on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our trespasses as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom, and the power, and the glory, forever and ever. Amen. Our Lord Jesus Christ, on the night when he was betrayed, took bread, and when he had given thanks, he broke it and gave it to the disciples and said, Take, eat, this is my body, which is given for you. This do in remembrance of me. In the same way also, he took the cup after supper, and when he had given thanks, he gave it to them, saying, Drink of it, all of you. This is my blood of the New Testament, which is shed for you for the forgiveness of sins. This do as often as you drink it in remembrance of me. The peace of the Lord be with you always.
thanks to the Lord, for he is good. And his mercy endures forever. Let us pray. We give thanks to you, Almighty God, that you have refreshed us through this salutary gift. We implore you that of your mercy you would strengthen us through the same in faith towards you and in fervent love toward one another. Through Jesus Christ, your Son, our Lord, who lives and reigns with you in the Holy Spirit, one God, now and forever. Amen. Bless we the Lord. The Lord bless you and keep you. The Lord make his face shine upon you and be gracious to you. The Lord lift up his countenance upon you and give you peace.